What do you guys know about dousing? Dousing? Like, dousing something in water? No, like dousing rods and pendulums trying to find stuff. Oh, it's never, bullshit. Never tried it. With, like, pseudoscientific quackery. I don't know. Have you been trying pseudoscience? No, just I stumbled on a book yesterday that really gets in-depth on it, and it just kind of revealed this weird subculture I didn't know existed of, like, crazy academies. Yeah. And, like, old journals from, like, the 30s and through the 50s of, like, just people gathering and talking about dousing and swearing it works. So, wait, is this, like, the kind of, like, the wishbone stick to find water? Yeah. Which, does that, is there any science behind that? Or is that just, like, hey, it worked out, like, you found a well and therefore you're going to kind of continue to I think that's believe. just like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Okay. Like no, you'll people actually used to do delusion. that. Yeah, I know, but like, were they actually just lucking out sometimes, I, I and think that's when you hear about just, it? I think started assuming it was like, oh, they have like some like psychic tuning to their mind that lets them pick it up or something like that. You know what, I'm going to say they don't, because that's also bullshit. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it's entirely true, I'm just saying that's probably what they said. But like, I'm wondering if there's some, like, you know... It's part of a tree, usually, or something, which is has roots and whatever, so there's, like, some water gravitational, like, maybe there's something going on. But, but it's a dead stick. Fresh dead, though, ideally. But then, reading this, it's like, oh, you can use anything, so it really is just people thinking that it works. Makes them think it works. Like, it validates their own delusion or whatever. I don't know. It basically reminds... Do you know Cuthbert Calculus from uh, Tintin? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, actually. Oh, okay. He, he's got glasses. I don't oh, think he's in yeah, the movie. Sorry. Is he in the movie? The new, the new? No. No. You're right. Yeah. But oh, yeah, there's this character that, or you you've seen the show, like the with the pendulum. He always has that pendulum, and he's just walking around, following it around. Like that's what he's doing. And like for me, this reading this book was almost like a weird Tintin bonus feature. Like you just <laughs> finally understand what Cuthbert Calculus is all about. Oh, it all makes so sense. You're saying, you're saying it's all about the Tintin fans. This book. Kinda like I was like that was the part of my enthusiasm. I was just like, yeah, now I finally get how that guy's weird, demented mind works. Like what he's into, because like he'd always be like, oh, okay, I'll just hold it over this like ore or whatever, and then we'll go find it. And like sometimes it would work out, but sometimes he'd find like a secret door or something. Like I don't know, it's just the way he'd stumble into stuff seemed to revolve around pendulums, and I thought that was really great. But anyway, I don't know. I don't think I'm actually gonna get into dousing, but I'm so glad. I would recommend ever, against it, so... Like, walking around with the... Like, the the book kind of has a sense of humor. Like, it's like, oh, people will think you look like an idiot if you're walking around the streets with, a, like, a Y stick or whatever, so maybe just carry a pendulum, because then maybe they'll think it's a yo-yo or something. Like, <laughs> like, like tips as to how to look not ri- Socially ridiculous. Socially acceptable? Yeah. Like, you can hide a pendulum in your pocket. Like, don't worry about it, bro. And then you just bust that out when you need to <laughs> to find stuff. I don't know. I was also thinking, like, maybe, like, 90% of the equation is just, if you're thinking about finding coins, for example, you'll just be extra aware. So you'll, every time you find one, you're, it's just because you were looking at the ground more. Like, Okay, wait, no... I, have a, I have a great side topic about, like, finding coins and stuff, but okay. before that, what kind of pendulum does the book recommend? Like, can it be anything, or does it need to be There's a, a whole, like, there's a lot of little sketches of pendulums, and it literally says, like, dude, use anything. The only, like, tip it gives is you might want something a little bit heavy so the wind won't mess it up. So Wow, so, there's... like, if I, I if I just, like, put something on the end of a string, I'm good? 
Yeah, like it just says any kind of string or chain, and like grab a a like a button or a bead or a piece of jewelry, like whatever you want, put it on the end of there. And like part of it is like putting a witness on it. So like the thing you're looking for, you put a little sample of it in the thing. So if you have like a little flask, you could tie a little flask on the end of a string and then put like a penny or whatever in there. This just whatever. seems like yeah, the, like I don't know some like a weird marketing thing where we just need to get this in the people's hands, and then once everyone's kind of doing it, then we'll sell the real stuff. Right, but no one's like selling anything because it's just like if you have some string lying around and anything, you can start. You can join. Well, that's the club. What I'm saying is they're trying to. It, convince everyone to hey everyone just start doing it like it's really easy just just come on we need people out there swinging pendulums around right then we can bring out the big marketing push and then we'll then we'll know who you are and then we'll send set like sell you the official pendulum kit or whatever yeah but i don't know it was just like such a bizarre book to find and i was delighted that it like it was like a first print i don't think they ever bothered reprinting this thing and like dude just has his address in there it's like send me pictures of your pendulums and let me know what's going on it's just like okay, like there oh, was that's t- really depressing. Yeah, there was this like weird tight knit community at some point, and that's great. But I don't know. I thought it was oh, great. Like okay, so like I mentioned earlier, I yeah. saw this. This was a National Geographic uh, Channel show. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the name of the show is. Um, but this was just kind of it's not not as much a commercial, but kind of just a series of clips kind of thrown together in hopes of you know advertising the show. Okay. Um. But these guys, I guess, I guess the show's about finding stuff with metal detectors. Okay. So I don't know if this is their full time job or if it's just a hobby. I I hope it's just a hobby because they're insane. Like but they just go to weird colors. places. Okay. Looking at the ground with their metal detector, then they'll once they find something, they'll start digging. And if they find something, and in air quotes, worthwhile, they call it nectar, which is super dumb. Oh, weird. There's like right. lingo. Well, like nectar of the gods. But they'll and but they'll bring out like a broken axe. That's what like, they'll find. This is worthwhile. And they'll be like, Maybe check out this sweet nectar, and then a pop up like someone some, in editing. They'll put like approximate value, and they made like ten dollars. <laughs> so and that's not, and then well it's just spent. like sweet. Look what, and then it gives like a list of like, look, this is nectar, and it's a busted belt buckle. Yeah. This is not nectar, and it's some rock thing. This is nectar, and then it's like a broken harmonica piece, and then he yeah. gets into this story about every cowboy would have one of these. And it's like, who, so? <laughs> who cares? No, yeah, eccentric weirdos. Like, they're awesome. I don't know. I enjoy weird crackpots and their nutty schemes. So you should get really into, like, geocaching. Uh, I don't know. Like that—that's just so constructed, though. Like that's obviously been intentional. I don't know. Like I—I I have done it a little bit with some friends, but I—I I never got way into that. But um, I—I yeah. I could see you oddly enough getting way into that. Yeah, just... I could see if you're into hiking and technology, that could actually be something you might want to look into. Yeah, yeah. Like I, my a friend of mine actually like that was the thing. They they go hiking up in the mountains and then find weird like remote geocaches and put some stuff in there but is that still going on is that you know i'm sure that's still going on there are websites like is it up to date though like like some of them i'm just uh, imagine like okay am i not able to find it or was it stolen like six months ago and no one cares from what i understand um and i haven't looked a ton into this but i there are people who actually will go every now and then go out and confirm like it is still there 
Oh, okay. Like just enthusiasts, though, right? It's not like yeah, like a geocache the people apps, who are running apps. these sites. Oh, okay. So periodically do a little checkup inventory. Yep. Okay. Just yeah, like th- there was definitely times where we'd be like searching around in the bushes or something, and just be like, I think it's just not here. I don't know, but like, there's no That's way the to thing, confirm. Though, is you can't ever confirm which one it is. Right, or it's like, oh, th- this it, this clue is just really bad, and it's actually yeah. is the clue bad? Is it gone? Am I just dumb? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll never know. Yeah. So it needs kind of like, it, well, I guess the app would be kind of that rating system, so you can give thumbs down to different clues and whatnot and try to get the best clues up there but oh well it's kind of like the hint system in demon souls a little bit a little bit i wouldn't know speaking of demon souls yeah speaking of demon souls uh that's a playstation 3 title and we talk about those and other platforms games here on the top down perspective that was a roundabout way of saying that but uh i had a feeling that's what you were fishing for yeah did you say platforming games no just other platforms Game platforms. platforms, okay. Yeah, uh, it's August 9th. Um, I'm Nathan. Uh, welcome. Uh, Sean is back. Hello. And John is here as well. Yo! Uh, I don't know. Games, you guys. Video games. Video games. Which ones do you want to talk about? Like, who wants to Who wants to go first? I'll just open it up. We'll do it democratically. Mine's who... short. I'll get mine out of the way first. Okay. Does that work for you, Sean? Um, I am fine with that. Okay. We're best friends. Okay. <laughs> <Sharon>. <laughs> That just makes it sound even more suspicious, though. This is where we handshake. Ooh. No, we gotta do a high five. You know, we gotta go like that. Yeah. I don't want to like, clap too loud on here, because it would, it would look bad. But, okay. Um, you, there's actually a game on your list now that I'm curious about, but, okay. What, what yeah. is it you've been doing? Uh, I know the one you're curious about. It's Pacross E2. Yeah, no, I know. That's so interesting. Like, yeah. I haven't heard anything about this. Like, So, what is it? It's kind of like Sudoku, right? Yeah, totally. Okay. You know, you, except instead of putting in numbers, you put in blocks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I finally wrapped Pacrossi too. Like it's all done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Is there 150 more puzzles? It was yeah, it was, 100, it was like 155 because they added in those five uh, Micross puzzles. Okay. Which uh, I, you know what? I looked at my timer comparing how I, how long it took me to play through the other two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let me put it this way: each Micross puzzle took about 40 minutes to go through. Because you had to solve basically like eighty puzzles. Like it keeps. What is a micross more more. puzzle? Uh, that's the one that's the the gigantic ones, like the eighty by ten puzzles I was talking about. Oh, so it's like part it. of a mosaic picture, kind of like it's a exactly smaller piece of a large. Yeah, like, e- that was each, the tire. Each square of, of like the the whole thing brings up like its own separate puzzle you have to solve. Right. Okay. So each each of those tacked on maybe forty minutes, somewhere around that. So that's like uh, twelve. That's like two, three, four hours, depending on how long. Mm-hmm. And I still cleared this one an hour faster than the first Picross game. Oh, like just Picross DS or no? Pick, no, Pick Picross E one. Oh, okay. okay. So even so, it, so, there's less puzzles here, or you're just getting better. I think it's just getting better, or the puzzles were easier. Okay. Because also, like Picross DS is not the first Picross. I don't know why I brought that up. Yeah, no, it's Mario's Picross. Or was there even one before that? I don't know. Like, were they not on paper puzzles at some point? Or well, no. I mean, video game wise, we're talking video games. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I'm just this looking is a video at a... game podcast. I know. Take Nintendo made like, anything else? Jeez. Games to your pen and paper podcast. Well, like you know, Nintendo made playing cards back in the day. We could talk about those, right? It's like, hey, I, I do have. I do have cards. a deck of Hanafuda cards here. Yeah. It's like I played some Go Fish this week. It was pretty lame. <laughs> Tell me more about your Go Fish. Okay, so. 
basically you're trying to make pairs, right? But I, I don't know. What happens actually, if you no, have three? Pairs, pairs of what? Pairs of fish? It's like they, they actually do play that in uh, Walking Dead 400 Days. So that was in there. That was last week. But yeah. When you guys play Go Fish and you have three of one card, what do you do? You need two pairs, dude. So... Okay, so you put two of them down and then you wait for that fourth? Yeah. Like okay. you can't just do three of a kind. It's not poker. I feel like when I was really young, I might have done three at some time and then, and then I grew up. Okay. Like, so if someone would ask you for one of them, you just... Oh, well, like, no, sorry, just... you're out of luck. You're going to have to hang on to that until this game's over. Okay. There's no way to get that two now. It's just gone. Great. Anyway, okay, so go fish. All aside, let's move to... What was it? Picross video game history? What was the first one? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were talking about, right? What's this podcast about? Yeah, we're talking uh, about video game so, stuff. Picross and crosswords? Primarily, yeah. Motocross, Cross. got it. Mario's oh, dude, I'd be down to talk about motocross. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that sick stunt that dude did at the X Games? No. He, like, did a no handlebars, and then the what, spin around the world. What was that world. motocross game that it was, like, I think the title of it was just, like, Double X or something? Oh, no, are you thinking BMX Triple X? Maybe. Well, that's, like, the but, sexy... But the big, like, on the back of it, it would be, like, mosaic out tits. Yeah. No, yeah, you are thinking BMX Triple X. That's probably BMX Triple right. X. Which, as far as I know, you're basically just playing, like, Dave Mira or something, but then you unlock videos of strippers. So, awesome. Pretty much, yeah. You're playing shitty uh, Dave Mira BMX. Yeah. Classic. Anyway. I've never played Leisure Suit Larry. How's that? I I haven't either. I'm told it's kind of a classic, but it's... Isn't there a new version of it or something? Yeah, yeah they I think they just re-released the came first out, like, one. a couple weeks ago. Okay. Is that like AO or just M or what's the... I, I have no idea. Call on that. I think it's just M. Or is it even Steam. rated because it's like a indie game? I don't know. Anyway, that's a sordid, weird history of adventure game sauciness. I don't know. But okay. Picross. Yeah. Picross is done. Don't need to worry about Picross anymore. Should people get any of these, or what do you think? E2, uh, E1? If you like the puzzle games, yes, I highly recommend them. They're really good. Okay. What's your favorite Picross game? Uh, Mine's 3D. It's probably 3D, right? Yeah, 3D. People love that good. one. Okay. I was going to say DS, but then you reminded me about 3D. Yeah, I'm going to say Picross 3D. But if you like the traditional style, get Picross DS, or I guess any of these E ones, because they're cheap. They're like, what, five five bucks? Yeah, five bucks. Or if you can, the DS one like was seven. I was looking the other day. Uh, I think this one was five. Okay, well maybe I saw the first one. I don't know. All right. So, what was the other game you played? The other game I played was Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons for the mm-hmm. Xbox 360. What this week's first summer of arcade game? What yeah. exactly is Which that? Which the internet is blowing up over. Is it? Okay, because I, I just was like, I don't know what that is, and walked right past it at E3. I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't know anything about it either. Out of the I'm four Summer sure of Arcade games... I'm one of the press conferences, they showed it. Yeah. No, they did. Well, like, they, it was a Summer of Arcade thing, so they kind of highlighted those, but... It, okay, this is the revelation I had this week that I just had no idea. This is Starbreeze? Yes. The Darkness People? Yes. How does that... Isn't it like a third-person adventure game? Uh, It's actually a top-down... Uh, adventure perspective game. yeah yeah it's actually our podcast as a video game yeah there you go we finally did it <laughs> we hit the big the time way. guys yeah. but okay so 
Really? Like isometric or full full blown? You're looking down at some dude's head. And... Uh, it's isometric, but sometimes the camera pans around a bit. It almost looks top down. What, it what depends are you on the perspective? Area. What's the game consist of? Like, what are you doing? Uh, you control two brothers, uh, a younger and an older one. Okay, clearly. And, mm-hmm. Or they could be twins, but then well, I guess no, one no, they, still, they, be still one they, is younger and older. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I they guess. make it like it's like a, a fairly big gap because like one looks like a teenager, the other one probably looks like he's ten. Or maybe okay. Eight. So a few years difference there. Yeah. Uh, the game. I want to say they're all speaking Swedish. I have so there's no subtitles or anything. You just mm. have to piece together what's going on based on their physical actions. Oh, there's no there's no sub. Okay, okay. So uh, it's it's done by apparently a famous Swedish director. So it's a lot about atmosphere and just how everyone interacts with the world. Mm-hmm. The the control scheme is really simple too, but it's a little odd to get used to. Uh, you control each brother with the thumbsticks on the controller. So I played you, a similar game this week. Yeah, you control the older brother with the left thumbstick and the younger one with the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's each one has an action button, which is the trigger on the controller. So you have to solve like basically all these platforming puzzles and stuff like that with these two brothers. Uh, this is very one, similar to a game Nathan and I played this week. Okay. Uh, each brother interacts with the world differently. Like, uh, the younger brother can't swim because of a story element they put at the very beginning of the game. Uh, so he has phobia? To, yeah. Okay. So he has to hang on to the other brother's back if he has to go through water. Otherwise, he'll drown. All okay. right. Last of Us. Okay. Uh, the uh, the, young, well, the older fair, brother can other throw the younger brother. Other things have people who are afraid of water. Like, it's just like, oh, Metal Gear Solid 2. All right. I got it. It's like E.E. Emma's really the thing you go back to? Emma's yeah. You, she has to cling on to Raiden's back. It's pretty much the same thing. It's true. So Naughty Dog, you gotta send all. Kojima a check. No, I'm just joking. Do you don't remember that part? You have to like swim through the flooded part of the shell and pop nope, up. And... I don't remember any of that. Okay. She's, she's the girl with the parrot I keep talking about. I don't yeah. even remember that. She's okay. Otacon's brother. Or sister, sorry. Sister. sister. Yeah. Whoops! It yeah, could have been brother. This there. is Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, there's a yeah, that. Yeah. That is entirely true. This was the same game that introduced Vamp. So, mm-hmm. see, I remember Vamp. Dramatic parrots, though. That's the best part of that. I whole don't game. remember the parrot, though. I don't even remember the parrot. Oh man, it's really great. And okay, we'll keep tangents. So, dude's afraid of swimming. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, the the plot is that your father's sick, so you have to go find uh, the water of life to um, uh, save okay. it, so you have to go on this adventure. But you have to, like, work together to solve puzzles. Like, you'll have to, like, the older brother will have to throw the younger brother up to grab, like, onto a cliff ledge, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he can kick down a rope. The younger brother can slide through thin bars while the older one can't. Just all these, like, little things. And there's all these things you can interact with in the world as well, and each one kind of builds the character of the brothers. Okay. So, like, uh, at one point, there's a kid playing with a cat. If you go up there with the older brother, he'll ask, to, like, hey, can I play with the cat? He'll hand the cat over, and then the cat doesn't like the older brother because he doesn't know how to hold it, so he's, like, the cat's scratching at him all the time. Mm-hmm. So he'll put it down, but then if the younger brother grabs it, he'll, like, hold the cat properly, and the cat will start purring, and it'll be, like, super nice. So it's trying to, like, show how each character's different. Okay. But at the same time, they're both kind of fucking assholes. Okay. Is the best way to put it because like you'll find like you'll find like the a well in the town and then like the the older brother will just kind of stare down and the younger brother will just start spitting in it. Okay. The older brother will drop that cat down that well. 
<laughs> you know what? There's an achievement for dropping something down the well, and I almost thought it was the cat. Okay. But uh, you can't move when you're it's holding It's actually the, the younger brother, right? Because he doesn't like swimming? I tried that, too. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. First thing I tried to do was break the game. Like, it okay. starts with you, like, having your bro- your father in, like, this uh, cart. We had to wheel him down to the doctor. So my first instinct was to try to drive the cart off the cliff. Right. Mm-hmm. But Does it no, let you no, do that or no? No. It it very specifically stops you. Ah. Ah. I know. Highly disappointed. All right. Are you liking this game? I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. But I haven't okay. gotten far enough in it. Uh, apparently, it's, like, fairly short, like, three, four hours. Okay. And the hardest thing I'm having an issue with is the control scheme. It's very weird to get used to. Mm-hmm. And, like, if, whenever I, if I pause the game and come back to it, there's always a moment where I have to, like, re, readjust. Cause we initial this is because you're controlling both at once, right? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel natural. Uh, I think the best thing I can compare it to is, like, you guys all played the Nintendo Land games, right? Yeah. Yep. Do you remember the Animal Crossing minigame where you have to use the two guards to catch people? Yeah. Yeah. It controls exactly like that. Right. Okay. So it, it's this weird awkwardness. Like, you can't... The camera won't even pan out that far either. So if one brother tries to go too far off screen, the other one will just halt in place and he'll start complaining, and then just the game just mm. locks in place. So you have, so to, you have to bring them back together again. To... If, yeah. if you bring in, like, a second controller, will it split them up and you can do co-op? No. This is a forced single-player game. Okay. Okay. Then what you need to do is you need to get a second person there, and then they share the controller. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Or is just there, adjust to having to control two people. Is there any of the stuff you kind of would, you know, think of Starbreeze in relation to? Like, it's like, like they were Syndicate too, right? Like, is there any... Starbreeze was Syndicate, the Chronicle of Riddick games. Uh, yeah, and the Darkness one. So, like, is there any, I don't know, those games have a lot of voice acting and dudes talking to you? Nope. No, None okay. of that. No, it's no all shooting. Alright. I believe there are enemies I have to fight later, but I have not gotten to that point yet. Alright. Huh. I don't know what else would really slick sense of style. Hologram. No, nothing. Nothing step. playing this game really screams to me Starbury Studios based on their catalog. Okay, so it's this like film director dude who's guesting. That's kind of the big tone of it, or what, yeah. What's his name? Jonas something. I have to look this up, man. His his name is. Okay, it wasn't a name that like I was familiar with. Like they're like from acclaimed this guy, and I was like, I don't. Okay. Well, I know a lot of people online, it. like, its Metacritic score is, like, 85. Okay. So. It, it is fairly high, yeah. And, do, like, how far are you in this one? Uh, I think I'm only in Chapter 1 or 2. I'm not very far Okay, so, all. yeah, maybe, maybe so, I've got to the great stuff. I have a feeling it'll get better, because, like, I just got out of the town, and it feels like it'll open up a bit now. But, uh, so far, not really grabbing me. But then again, I'm also the guy who didn't really enjoy Journey, so maybe I'm not the person to properly enjoy this game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joseph Fares, uh, film director, screenwriter, actor. Um. All right. I don't know. He uh, all his films seem to be Swedish, so I don't recognize a single one of them. Yep. So if you're a big fan of Zozo, the dragon tattoo. Check this out. Such titles as Jala, Jala, Cops, Zozo, Leo, and Farsan. Yeah. So someone somewhere is really excited right now. Someone heard that list of movies, and they're like, "What? Those are my favorites." Yeah. So I'm so, covering all cool. four of the Xbox Live Summer of Arcade games for my channel. Okay. So I'll have videos up for each one, and uh, presumably before the next podcast, e- each time we'll have a podcast, I'll have a video up for one of them and be able to discuss the next game. But uh, yeah, so you're going to hear me talking about uh, Charlie Murder, 
uh, Ninja Turtles and Flashback later on in the podcast as well, in future podcasts. Okay. And that's all I played. Yeah, yeah, video reviews, right? Video reviews, yeah. It's gonna be weird for me doing a video. Do review. you know what? Do you know what like scale you're gonna review them on? Like, is it I don't. I don't think I'm gonna give them. I don't think I'm gonna give them a score. I think I'm no? just gonna describe okay. how I feel about it and say like, if you if you see something you like or just give it a chance. Sure. Okay. Um, is this the first of the summer arcade lineup this year? Yep. I kind of haven't been paying attention to that yep. very much. Okay. Yeah, it's only four games this year. Is exclusive forever? No, oh. Brothers is going to be on Steam at the end of the month, actually. All right. And uh, on PS3 eventually. Okay. Well, I'll just probably wait then. Sorry, Xbox. I don't. I don't know. Um, who wants to go next? Sean. Speaking okay. of Summer of Arcade, over on Sony, we got the play promotion. How's that going? How's that going? Well, speaking of games where you control two characters with each analog stick. Yeah. I uh I reviewed Ibn Ob last week. There's a only a written review up on Comic Book Ben. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you do put a score on it then? I put I put a score on it. Okay. Um I guess go check out Comic Book Ben for that, but how did you end up feeling about it? I played it a bit with you. Yes, you helped me a couple out levels there. Uh, a couple when you levels. and I played, you brought over a second controller, but yeah. for the most part um that game you can't play by yourself. It's not. That's not true. It's just nuts. It's yeah. I think it's beyond. I think it's impossible. I I played through the first worlds by myself, and I like my points of comparison were basically like you know that thing where you pat your head and rub your belly. Yeah, but it is like that times infinity. I know. It's like it starts there and then gets way crazier. So like I was almost kind of like thinking also you know like. I- Ikaruga Grandmasters will play two-player by themselves. No, but okay. John, come on, that's a point of comparison right there for you. Treasure. Sorry, say that again? You know how Ikaruga, like, playthroughs, dudes will have two players going? Uh, you mean two polarities? No, two players. Like, the best players in the world will play two-player by themselves. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, like, it's, like, almost demanding that level of, like, awesome precision to be controlling both of these dudes to do some of these puzzles, because you can see what you're supposed to do, but then to, like, actually make it happen with one brain separating the two different things you need to do is kind of nuts. I so, I don't, like, I don't know this if it's one actually... puzzle, it's the last obstacle in the fourth world. Yeah. That even me and a buddy were, like, stuck at for 45 minutes. Yeah. Just because the level, like, the amount of timing we needed right. each to be doing was insane. So if someone can do that by themselves, it's an amazing feat, and you are able to left brain, right brain. You deserve all the women. Yeah, pretty much. So if record some footage of that happening, and you, you're set. Easy street. Just yeah. paved for you. But, okay, so two-player co-op is probably the ideal way to play. It actually is the default menu option when you start It is, game. yeah. But uh, so, so the majority of it, actually, because I only have one PS3 controller, I was uh, sharing a controller Yeah. with a buddy. So one dude's on one analog stick, one guy's on the other. Yeah, so I played the most of it that way, and then uh, when it came out on uh, this last Tuesday, I tried the online as well, which uh, that's how I finished up The Last World, which mm-hmm. I can't quite recommend, because if there is any lag, you'll just be ruined. Like, the timing is so exact on that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is And we kept getting into some issues like that, but me and, you know, random guy did end up finishing it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the game, like, I I almost want to say, you know, don't pick it up unless you have friends near you. 
like unless you have a co-op buddy who's into crazy platforming like, and it's a local co-op buddy yeah I, I guess to describe the game briefly like you play as two little kind of ghost looking dudes one's green and like one's pac-man purple. ghost looking dudes yeah yeah like um and the world is divided in half like top and bottom and like two different kind of gravity planes or whatever and you basically have to use like momentum and different bubbles and stuff to like kind of float up and just proceed to the right. I kind of compared a lot of the platforming to the momentum-based pl- platforming you see in Portal. Yeah, there's a lot of like of using like through this gateways thing or then... doors to fling you and or your partner o- so onto ledges momentum, and whatnot. Yeah, a lot of momentum-based physics platforming stuff. So um, I will say that game looks really nice. Yeah, and it has kind so... of a nice breezy soundtrack, which kind of creates a really odd like juxtaposition to how difficult <laughs> the levels are. Yeah, it almost needs to be a relaxing visuals, or else you just get really frustrated. Yeah, because it's like pretty devilishly hard sometimes. Um, yeah, like I started up again, and Brittany and I were playing through the first world, and made it through there. But there's definitely just some like, wow, issues with your relationship now. Yeah, they're just putting weird stress on some stuff. It's just like, okay, I'm pretty sure you just need to jump better. And then there's, like, icy stairs, because <laughs> you can't really critique stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. We we, we made it, but I'm not sure how much more we're going to play that. Uh, it's a stressful little game sometimes. But, uh, right, yeah, so uh, that game's 10 bucks, which is kind of nice. I think most of the, I think all the play games are 10 except DuckTales at the end is 15 Yeah. Um, unless you do the pre-order thing as a plus member, but there's a narrow window on that. I managed right, to pick yeah, up yeah, it, for It's not bucks. like a money back thing. It is a you pre-order these. Yeah. Or you can be crazy and get the uh, the in-store version of DuckTales. Right. Like the a retail one? What? Yeah. Oh, weird. You, what? I guess you could do that if you wanted to. You didn't You didn't know about the retail one? No, I didn't. I thought we covered that in an episode. Uh, Maybe. It's, it's $20. Okay. Uh, you get a super so case so that five dollars to go down to the store. Yeah, you get a you get a pin and a collector's case for it and a download code for the game. But it's still there's no like cart or disc or anything. It's no. just a little uh, case. Although they did do reason. a promotion. Uh, I want to say it was this week where they sent some people gold or gold NES carts of the original Ducktales. Oh wow! Uh, as promotion okay. for Ducktales Remastered. I guess there's just a ton of love and nostalgia for that Ducktales game. I just I don't it know. was good, du- but I find it funny that DuckTales 2 is just not even remotely remembered. Is that the Game Boy one or something, or what was it? Case in point. Uh, no, it was uh, NES. Oh, was it? And it was pretty good? Uh, I played a bit of it uh, at Paul's a week or two ago. It, it seems alright. It seems like it plays similar, but it's got a couple added things to it. It just came out like Pogan. super late. I think it was like, the I think the Super Nintendo was already out when it came out. Same with Chippendale Rescue Rangers 2. Weird. Maybe that's coming next, I don't know. Or maybe just yeah, no one cares about that for some reason. That's that's odd. I I honestly, it, it, there was a Game Boy one though, right? Isn't there a different? Yeah, game? there was there was Ducktales one and two for Game Boy. Okay, that's that's the one I'm familiar with. I I guess I didn't know. I'm familiar with Darkwing Duck on the Game Boy. There, yeah, I've played that as well. I don't I, remember if it's. I only good. played the NES one, but I have the Game Boy one now too. You can you can hang on hooks. Awesome. The yep. uh, the Super or sorry, the Nintendo one was basically Mega Man Five. Like, just played pretty much the exact same? I think it used the same engine. And I think it was also made by Capcom. Weird. Okay. Well, Capcom did a lot of that cool Disney stuff, so... Yeah, but the uh, the Game Boy one that Sean's talking about was made by Sunsoft. Hmm. 
mysteries. I, I know because I'm staring at it right now. Weird licensed games. Learning all about my childhood here. There you yeah. go. Um, okay, so DuckTales, get excited. I don't know. That's that's coming along the way. We'll see I've also that. been playing through the first Phoenix Wright game. Yeah, no, like, how far were you last time? We weren't really sure. Um, um, we just started talking about the last, last case week, and how I don't cool remember. it is. Right now I'm in the middle of uh, Case 5. Mm-hmm. That's the DS one, yeah. Yeah, which I'm kind of just like walk-throughing it through because I want it to end. Oh, okay. Mainly because from like a narrative and like story standpoint, that game ended after 4. Yeah. And there was this nice, pristine bow and everything was ri- was tied up all nicely. And now this just feels like bonus content and it's like... Oh, man. It is bonus content, but I feel like it's a good chapter. Everyone was going out to dinner. We were all buddies. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just kind of like, I'm emotionally done. If you're, okay. if you're, yeah, if you're a person for closure, then yeah, it's not the best chapter to play, but I think it is a strong chapter. We'll just, I like it's definitely the, the longest How ones. far are you in it, I guess, I should ask. In the chat, in case five? Yes. I've done the first day of the trial, and I'm on the second day of investigating. Okay. It's a long chapter. It's longer than all the other ones. Yeah, there's at least three days of trial, if memory serves me. Okay. And three well, actually, well, most of them have three days of trials, but just from like looking at this walkthrough, this one's mm-hmm. like a good 50% longer. Hmm. Well, that was the newly developed thing for... For all of that. Right, yeah, this, yeah and this, I don't like the added DS, features. DS stuff where it's like, okay, gotta rotate this this cell phone around and open it up. I like that stuff because it finally felt new. It was like there was a fresh mechanic in there, but okay, different opinions. That's well. Why. Another thing to keep in mind is like, I think I want to say that Ace Attorneys two and three don't use it, but I think Apollo Justice Onward does. So yeah, from what the reading I was doing, uh, Phoenix Wright two and three don't have uh, anything new in it. It's just the Game Boy games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones were for the DS, so they'll have stuff. Yeah. That that sounds about right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're it's, on and a it's big also kind of right um, Looking back at the Leighton Brothers iOS game, mm-hmm. just kind of solidified how much of like a kind of just a ripoff that game was of Phoenix Wright. Okay, like like level five just wanted to make some make of those. a Phoenix Wright game, yeah. Except without the uh, the um, trial, trial part of it, yeah. But mystery solving. all the way down to like the main character has like the exact same facial expression when he's like, I don't even know what his facial expression that would be when something like weird happens and he goes like, ugh, the super like surprise, like ah, no, the one no, where like his the head kind goes of down a bit and his mouth is really straight and his eyes are like half half open. Oh, yeah. like there's the flabbergasted. Like what kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of just straight out of Phoenix right, anime, right into but... Leighton Brothers. Yeah, okay. So it's weird. And I think, from what I understand, the new Phoenix Wright game that's coming out plays just like Leighton Brothers, in which like you can look around a like polygonal room at stuff. So there's a bit of a picture hunt. Kind of thing. I know well, that in of, Apollo it's... Justice, like you would have to read like the person on the witness stand foretells. So it might just be like an expansion of that. No, well, I'm talking like not in the trial stuff, but in the investigation stuff. They'll actually set up like kind of like a diorama like thing, and that's what happened in Leighton Brothers. Oh, okay. And you'll like rotate the room around and zoom in on stuff. Hmm. So 
Yeah. That's okay. That just but... that just sounds like a 3D version of the uh, investigating. It does. It does. And apparently they fixed the pixel hunting stuff because that's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. it really is. Those are basically just books that you interact with. They are. They're, they're and really good I like visual novels, so it's working. Yeah. I'm going to play the others, I guess. Just in time for Larry Crops. Late versus Phoenix, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I've also been playing hundreds on my iPad. Are you liking that? I am. I'm. I've. I guess it's I, on I, iPad, so you have more screen space. To yeah, I wouldn't it. even like. I tried it a couple on my iPhone, and I was like, "What am I doing? Mm. What am I doing? This is dumb." Breaking my iPad again. I'm on the last row. Like, I'm okay. assuming there's only like, you do a hundred levels, and then you're done. I think so. I, yeah, so I I'm inside that last ten. Okay. Um, so and now I'm just stuck, and I don't. I, I should go back, but I kind of just hit this wall. Like, so, is, is there crazy new obstacles that you've just never seen before, or what's? I can't remember what some of them are exactly. Okay. It's been it's been like over a week because I've just mainly been doing Phoenix Wright this week. Okay. Um, I guess speaking of mobile games that are probably better on a iPad, uh, Drop Chord came out. Yeah, it's on sale right now. Yeah, that is a double fine rhythm game that I like a lot of things about the core idea, but it's just the problem you have on an iPhone, like it's just too small. Like I'm blocking too much of the screen and just Is it worth the two dollars on sale? I I think so generally. Just like basically there's like a little circle and you draw a beam between your two fingers and then you're guiding around that beam to like touch orbs to a beat as electronic music plays. Um, it's all kind of custom soundtrack stuff, though. Like, there's no licensed artists or whatever, but it's it's fine. Total, you know, progressive house or something. Uh, and the gameplay stuff of it's pretty neat, but kind of demanding in a way that I was not really like. I just want to look at cool visuals and have some fun, and it's just like, no, you failed. You screwed up too many times. I'm just like, okay. Like, I was kind of just looking to this to relax, not get stressed out in a super hexagon kind of way. So I was not good at it, but um, I don't know. There, there's some kind of novel little like tap and multi-touch tap different things to the beat as well as just guiding around this beam. But um, I don't know. I guess it really depends how much do you like weird electronic stuff and music visualizers um, and Double Fine. That was a big help for me. I haven't listened to their podcast about it yet, but uh, I don't know. Double Fine has a podcast? Uh, they they have a very intermittent podcast. Basically, anytime a new game comes out, they talk with their developers about it. So there's, like, maybe seven episodes or something. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, it's like, hey... Or, or, you know, when the Kickstarter for uh, Master Chalice came out, they did one on that. Um, but, yeah, like, their special edition kind of back, back, like, behind-the-scenes insight episodes. Um, I don't know. Two bucks. I paid three, and... I didn't get a lot of play out of it, so maybe I'm a little bummed out, but I also don't have an iPad, which is probably easily the best platform for that, just because you have more screen space to deal with, so right. you can see what's going on a lot better, not bump into the wrong orbs because you're covering it and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, might be worth a look, but yeah. Um, I also picked up uh, Tetris DS this week. Hot new Nice. Game. Uh, mainly because you was... find a copy. I guess I should ask you. Uh, there was a couple at Cash Converters near here, and this one was special because it was five dollars. Ooh, 
Yeah, and it had the case instructions and everything, and I was just like, I think they just misprinted the label because one was five and one was fifteen, and I grabbed the five dollar one and felt pretty good about it. Because um, I don't know, like we're all from, we have some background in video game retail. That game is like weirdly rare, is my understanding. Like seems yeah, to be they just stopped printing it after a while. Why did they do that? Because I think because they had the license Tetris from the Tetris company and just. Didn't oh. want to keep paying for the license to print it. But they came out with Tetris Axis or whatever it is. The Hudson Soft did that. Okay. Oh, did they? It? Okay. Yeah. Was that a pretty good Tetris game? Because, I don't know. It just seemed I, like... I liked it, but I mean, like, the most nostalgic thing in it was probably Bomberman and mm. maybe, like, Master Higgins from Adventure Island. Okay. Instead of being, like, drenched in, like, Nintendo nostalgia. So, so much Nintendo character junk in this, this game, yeah. this version of it. Like, um... Hey, hang on, hang on. I got a question for John. Okay. Uh-oh. And maybe Nathan. Uh, this is a game... Okay, so this is a game I played in an arcade a while back, and I, I, I want to know the name of it. Okay. Um, All I know is you were... I think you were, like, a kid in a loincloth. Okay. Mm-hmm. You were on some kind of island. It's yeah. side-scrolling, 2D. You could ride a skateboard at some points. You're completely describing Adventure Island. Is that Adventure Island? Okay. Yes. Okay. I did not know that, so... I was going to say, like, bonk or something. Did you say you played it in an arcade, though? Yes. If you played it in an arcade, it might have actually been called uh, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. Okay. But I'm going to send you an image. This will be just, you don't have to discuss this in the podcast, but tell me if it looks <laughs> familiar. All right. Nathan, continue. Okay. Um, it, I, I don't know. I guess it's just, like, considering how big of a mainstream hit the DS was, it just seemed like you'd want maximum copies of Tetris out there, because that's something everyone understands, and you could just recommend to pretty much anybody. It's just be like, it's Tetris, what do you want? And it's got Metroid in it, I don't know. But there was not many copies around, so I, I just picked that out, picked that up out of obligation, kind of. I was messing around with some of the modes today, like, there's just vanilla Tetris in there, but then there's also this weird Metroid mode where you're rotating a cube of, like, a, I don't know, you're trying to set off a bomb, kind of, and clear the screen, and there's a push mode, which is pretty cool. I was fighting DK with Tetris. Um, and the, the mission mode is probably my favorite uh, of the new modes that I was playing around with, but yeah. And they just put a bunch of 8-bit Nintendo sprites in there, and the music's all themed around that. It, I don't know. It's Tetris. If you find it, and you like Tetris enough, and it's cheap, why not? Um, then I played Red Dead Redemption. Is the is the time limit finally up on just talking about that game? Well, John hasn't played it. I don't know. Yeah, if John... you want, if you want to talk about it, tell me and I'll like mute. Well, we don't, like. But do you know what happened? Like, who, we don't need to. I want to though. I want to. It's a. It's important. Don't do it. Don't oh, do it. Damn it. Okay. Well, there's a dramatic thing that happens in that game. Um, that I think is interesting, but I'm, I was also, my, my experience with it this time around, the build-up towards the plot shift is really great. The actual follow-through on it, I was maybe a little disappointed with. Um. But you've beaten it before, right? I have beaten it before. It's just, the last mission could have been better. And I guess that's all I get to say here, but, um, maybe I'll put some thoughts in a video or something, I don't know. Um, hey, you can do that. Yeah, just you know, like I guess it, there's still a big plot point that can be spoiled in that game, but there's there's some great dramatic kind of p- 
pacing in that game. There's some great storytelling, some really smart dialogue and all this stuff that I really, really like. Um, and then some of that kind of gets undermined a little bit by some decisions. I don't know. Generally, I still really like that game. I, I will say I didn't say this last week. I was playing the PlayStation 3 version this time because they released a Game of the Year package that was all the DLC and stuff, and I just wanted, like, I, I, truth be told, I just wanted trophies again. Like, I wanted something, like, acknowledging that I was playing it, so I fell victim to that again. But Did you ever play Undead Nightmare? I, I never beat Undead Nightmare. I played, okay. like, most of it and then stopped. So I might I might go back and go through that. Maybe a little bummed out they don't, they didn't go in a different story direction with some of the DLC. Like, they decided to go really silly or just multiplayer. Like, there are more stories I wouldn't mind hearing from that world they created, but they just don't. Like, I guess maybe that's the thing I can comment on with that won't ruin stuff. There's a lot of characters you meet over the course of that game, and then they don't... Like, in the same way I kind of had issues with um, San Andreas after you beat it, the world just kind of dies... Like, there's just nothing to... Like, you can go do side activities, but no one talks to you anymore. Like, that same kind of thing happens here, where, like, po- past beating the game when you can just go after the credits and do stuff, it's just like, why doesn't anyone care, like, about anybody? Like, like there's no further cutscenes or dialogue or activities with any of the characters well, you care about. Well, there can only be so many cutscenes. I want infinite... Yeah, I know. Like, not even cutscenes. I mean, just, like, maybe you could just do side... Like, each character they set up now has like a little side activity thing you can do and just keep doing that i don't know i don't know that world's great and they kind of should go play world of warcraft it never ends no but i don't want to play with people (laughs) they're they're no good i want scripted characters so western skyrim get what you want all right grumble 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 Grumble. yeah i still had i still had a good time putting another like 28 hours in in there so that game's still really great um, then I played Ibn Ab, as we talked about. Um, and finally, yesterday, Papers, Please came out properly. Officially? Yeah. Um, that game's kind of amazing. I am having a quite, like, I am having a stressful, just intense time playing that game. And it is, you just man a border patrol, like we've talked about a bit before when it was in the alpha. Um, you are the border patrol crossing guard. You have to check people's documents and make sure they're legit, like there's nothing expired or they're not using a fake ID or whatever. But then the stuff they layer on top of that as the days progress and you keep going gets really crazy. Like, just kind of espionage stuff, like little favors you might want to consider doing for different people, uh, various stresses on your job from different places. Like, it's like, well, do you want to help these guys or these guys? Both are going to kind of require you fudge the numbers a little bit. Don't do your job quite right. But is it worth the payoff, you know? And meanwhile, you have to manage your family's resources the entire time. Like, there's some really creative storytelling stuff that just kind of creeps up naturally over the course of that game. Oh, and... so there is an actual story? It's not just... Oh, yeah, like... no. There, there's, there's a story with, like, branching paths and multiple endings and all sorts of stuff. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's, it's definitely worth the 10 bucks. Like if you were like, I I think it was like eight days they gave you in the alpha. Like there's a lot more already going on. Like I'm on day 22 or something. Um, and that's just because like I've successfully succeeded like past a certain point. The game can end way earlier than that if you just screw up, but then you get to revert back to any day and like relive that day. 
and make different decisions in it, so it doesn't demand you replay the whole game. Uh, so yeah, like, it just kind of shows you a list of all the days that you've played, and you can, like, if a really key event happened on day 18, for example, you can go back to day 18 and then play it differently, and then the, the story path will branch out differently. And then there'll be two different, like, timelines that you could be going along or whatever. Like, I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot to it. And plus, like, just the visual style is really nice and simple, and the music is great. Um, that core theme is fantastic. Uh, so yeah, I, I am having quite the time with that. That's, I was actually late recording today because I was still playing it. It's just, it just pulls you in. You don't even think about it. You're just like, I gotta do another day at work. I gotta go back and figure it out. I don't know. Like, a lot of really cool creative stuff going on there. Um, is this the first week you stopped playing Animal Crossing? I, 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 I just stopped mentioning it. I played it a little bit, but, um, like, we have a cafe or something now. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not doing the bug stuff at night that often anymore. It's just kind of tiresome. So, it's starting to happen. It's starting to wear on me a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think how many rooms I have in my house, now that you mention it. I th- I have all the rooms, I just need to do expansions on, like... I have one room. Three of them. Really? Why, yeah. You're, you're not. I didn't do that bug thing that often. Yeah, the bug thing is really the way to make money, and that just kind of makes the game a weird chore then, but it's a good podcast background game. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done that in a little while. Um, so yeah, that, that's it for games I played. Let's finally move on to the pile of news we got. Um, Sean, you paid the closest attention to this, I think. There was a new Nintendo Direct this week. Yeah, I watched it. Did any of you guys watch it? I didn't watch it. I just read a summary. And... I got bits and pieces of it, yeah. Okay, it was about 30 minutes. Um, I kind of took from it that I don't care about most of the stuff coming out. Yeah. Um, but here's what I do care about. Okay. Uh, Professor Layton, Phoenix Wright, is coming out next year for us. Okay. And uh, Finally. Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, is this November. And they said it's like a century apart from A Link to the Past? Yeah, you play as a different Link. Okay. I guess they but, felt they needed to... Make that clear. Um, um, and yeah, and then I'll they just did stuff like, I like Zelda. "Hey, here's Sonic gameplay. Here's Rayman." Oh yeah, like Mario and Luigi are in Sonic or Rayman now or something. No, their costumes in, the, in Rayman Legends. The costumes for Mario and Luigi are. There. Oh okay, so you get like a hat or something. You get hat you and get overalls a, and stuff. Yeah, you get the overall okay. outfit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that Professor Layton Phoenix Wright game. Uh, it just looks like really interesting. Like there's explosions and fire going on. What? There's yeah, whatever they're solving, it's like serious. That sounds way more adventurous than either of those dudes. It is, yeah. It's like with. they're well, in like a fantasy Layton... fairy tale world, so they're in like medieval yeah. times. I guess I did see Layton use like a casino machine gun. Like yeah, no. To be gun. fair, Layton has done some pretty crazy stuff, like Ferris wheels rolling down yeah. the street and all. So this, this stuff. just seems to be an extension of that. Okay. Um, whereas, yeah, Phoenix Wright's like a desk job kind of guy. That's Yeah, he right. just walks around. He's in a suit. Yeah, like, I mean, some heinous crimes happen in and around his office sometimes, but... There's some wacky people. Yeah. I guess, isn't there, like, ghosts and junk, too, sometimes? In Phoenix Wright? Yeah, isn't there, like, getting whispers from the afterlife on some of them? Oh, yeah, no, there totally is, you're right. You, you yeah. gotta solve this murder. I solve my own murder. Yeah, that Maya girl yeah. basically becomes Mia. There's some weird... It's like, whoa, sense. your shirt opened up. Yep, that happens. So, yep. okay, both have dealt with weird stuff. Anyway, oh yeah, and Professor Layton, uh, the 6 is still coming out next year. Mm-hmm. 
so I'm excited for that. But uh, is there anything that you guys saw or read that you were like, you can't wait for that? Or I'm trying to think what other like Luigi's. There's an Animal Crossing Plaza for download on the Wii U now. Right. (laughs) What is that? Like some sort of channel for hanging out with your Mii's kind of. No, it lets you transfer your Animal Crossing data or something like that. It it connects to Animal Crossing. Okay. Well, I think the only way it connects is that you can send like pictures and designs. I think yeah, there's some way of sharing things. It's a way to it's a it's a plaza for sharing things related to Animal Crossing. I guess that could be cool because I I don't have the patience for drawing intricate designs, but if someone's done that already, I'll I'll grab that. I'll put that in my town. So that could be cool. But you can already do that without this plaza. It, oh, I'm not it... sure how multiplayer focused this plaza is as well. Oh, I think there's you can like post. Uh, well, I know you can exchange designs, sign. but it's kind of more conv- like it's more like with people on your friends list through this very specific thing. Yeah, like, I haven't downloaded it to look into it. I probably will, but uh, okay, that's a thing. It is free, so it yeah. is free. It's and it's only here until the end of next year. I guess there was uh, like a few details, like October for Wind Waker HD. So, hey. Oh, was that October? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm kind of like I like that game, so maybe that's I'll my play favorite it again. Zelda. I just don't know if I want to play through it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll probably end up playing through it again. Some upcoming downloadable stuff. Pokemon Rumble U. What is that? Eshop. It's gonna be. I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's all right, that's all the news I put up there. All right. Um, hey, so Oculus Rift, Sean and I have both experienced it. John, have you messed around with it at an event I or something? I have not seen one. When did you experience now. it, Nathan? Uh, I played some indie games at E3 this year on there. Oh, okay. Um, that thing's cool. Uh, John Carmack also thinks it's cool. So cool, in fact, that he now works for those guys as the chief technology officer. Um, I thought he already did work for these guys. Yeah, I thought he did too. Because no. his name is just being mentioned alongside Oculus Rift stuff all the time. But... He was just really interested. I think he was like either backing or just really interested in I it. I think he was a backer and then just like a you know a pretty key vocal like supporter of it. But now he's officially like on the team and working and whatever. So that that's great. That thing is like I guess it's tangential to the story. There's just been some really interesting videos and like, observations about the Oculus Rift coming out. Like, did you see that kid on the roller coaster simulation? No. Okay, there's a video of this dude just uh, on the roller coaster thing and just freaking out. Like, just, like, having a full phobia freak out standing there playing Oculus Rift roller coaster or whatever, and it's just like, all right, like, if, if people can get that immersed in what's going on in this video game that easily like this could do crazy stuff like I, I don't know like this could be bad but it could be great i'm excited it's gonna do something but apparently he was a little drunk at the time he explained it he's like hey guys there was other factors but still full full full-blown freak out um what wasn't there another little bit of oculus rift i mean the 1080p one's coming out Maybe that was maybe that was the connection with because uh, Doom was an early thing that was going to support it, right? Doom three, so that's yeah. the software. Or, or you're thinking Doom four? There was a there was a Doom game that was going to support it, right? I think it was it was like a Doom three BFG edition or whatever was going to have Oculus support pretty early, so that was the thing they were demoing with it. Pretty sure. Anyway, that was the Carmack connection. But whatever, that's happening. Um, speaking of uh, Red Dead Redemption, this was kind of a story I paid attention to. Um, Rob Whitehoff, who played John Marston 
uh, in that game, and then kind of just quit acting for a while. He was not just tired of L.A. and Hollywood and all that stuff. There's a pretty great uh, summary of kind of his career decisions uh, on Polygon, which is also where this story comes from. Um, at least that's where I first saw it. Uh, he's going to be in a game again, but it's going to be a weird kind of experimental iOS game uh, called Codename Cygnus. It just got greenlit. Um, it is, as far as I can tell, kind of like a radio play, radio drama thing, but like you're an agent getting communications from different operatives and stuff and telling you to go on missions and stuff. I don't know. I'm hoping this is kind of kind of cool. Like, you, Do you ever play Zombies Run? That no, no. Okay, that was like an audio game on oh, iPhones. Oh, oh sorry, the, the running, the running game. Oh. Yeah, the running game where it's just kind of like, oh, dude, there's there's zombies chasing you. You gotta go and you gotta run yeah, around. I was gonna say, Zombies Run is the most generic zombie themed name ever. It is, but it's actually a running exercise thing that has a bit of a story right. to it. I've always wanted to look into it. It's not as cool as I wanted it to be, but it, the idea. But is, is that still because great. there's like running involved? Yeah. Like, what's okay. that about? No, no, no. It was <laughs> it was more because, like, the game would be describing all this intricate stuff. Like, it's just like, oh, look over there, there's a helicopter crashing. And you're just like, alright, why Why would you layer on that much unbelievable stuff? No, that sounds great! I don't know. That I sounds was, like what I would want out of it, is because then my imagination's like, you're right, there is a helicopter. I was kind of hoping it would be vague enough, so it's just like, it could be describing what you're doing, so your neighborhood is now a zombie hot zone. But it's like, no, I'm not in a helicopter right now. What are you talking about? Like, I don't know. Maybe my imagination's broken. But it was not feeding the right stuff to me at the time, so I, I didn't mess around with it much. Anyway, I like secret agents and espionage and whatever, so that's cool. I think Rob Whitehoff is a great voice actor. Uh, they have some other people locked down, like Logan Cunningham, uh, a.k.a. the narrator from Bastion. He's in there. And then someone from uh, the upcoming game, Gone Home, is going to be in there too. So they're locking down some deals. And it got kickstarted, so that's that's going to happen. Who's so, the voice actor everyone cares about right now? Uh oh, Troy Baker. Troy. Okay, I just wanted to remember his name. Yeah. No, that they they have not. Wait, why does everyone suddenly care about Troy Baker? Because he was in like two of the most highly regarded games this year: Bioshock oh. Infinite and Last of Us. Like he was prominent roles in those. And then okay. he's also in Infamous Second Son. And he's the Joker in Batman or Injustice or something. I don't know. He's been around a lot lately. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, I just mentioned Gone Home briefly. That game's coming out on August 15th. So I'll probably talk about it next week because I'm pretty excited about that. Um, that is from uh, Steve Gaynor and Fulbright Company. Uh, Chris Remo did the music. I don't know. It's a first-person game with no shooting in it. That's great. That could be great. You're investigating a house. How excited are you guys? I, I can tell. You guys are just frothing at the mouth, too. Oh, the most. Absolutely. You're so All pumped. So pumped. What's that one where you're on the island? What? First person, first game person on one where you walk around the island? Uh, Lego Island. Lego Island. Yes, Lego Island. Yeah. Uh, is this anything like Lego oh, oh, Island? Oh, sorry. Lego Island 2. That's the one you're looking for. Oh, okay. What's the game I'm looking oh, for? Oh, Mia's Mata. No. What? Dear Esther. Oh. All right. So like it's Dear like Esther in a house. Better. Okay, Miyazmata is also an island first-person thing where you're yeah. trying to piece together a, like a cure for a disease. I thought that looked kind of cool. But yeah, Dear Esther is also a game. Are you on an island, though? I thought you were just on like a coastline. No, you're on an island. You are? Okay. Uh, Alright. I'd I play that. 
Um, anyway, and oh no, right there's okay. There's a new story here. I did see that. Um, yeah. Okay, there was also a bit of kind of. What do you mean? Back- you put you have two more news stories here. I know. I I only added one of them though. <laughs> so what? I have one. John, did you add one? I added one that's on the. Oh, extra okay. Page, so see, yeah. that's I'm not used to that. Now we're talking about this list of stuff that no one can see, but okay. The, there were basically competing stories along the lines of the streaming and sharing features on the new consoles coming out. Xbox One, they announced that if you're going to do any of that, like uh, Twitch stuff or uh, sharing videos and recording videos, you need to be a gold subscriber. And then Sony promptly replied with basically like, hey, you don't need Plus to do that stuff on our system. Just letting you know. See you in November. 400 bucks. Later. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure that's what they exactly said. So. Like that. Exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was from Twitter. Like, there there was just uh, people asking some Sony executives questions. And they're just like, no, yeah, no. You don't need Plus for that. So, I don't know. That's, that's another point of difference there. Um, and then, yeah, John, do you want to take this story? I did see it earlier today and read through the list of stuff. I, okay, I'm, I, I, I did gotta... not see this story earlier, and this is insane. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty hilarious. Uh, so there is Saints Row 4 comes out in like two weeks. Yeah. It's fairly 20th. soon. And it's got a collector's edition that comes with a dubstep gun and I think like some costume stuff, all that stuff. But there is a one-of-a-kind... Only one available, Saints Row 4, called the Super Dangerous Wad... I'm looking through wad- this list, and this is stupid! It's the pretty Super stupid. Super Dangerous Wad Wad Edition, better known as the Million Dollar Pack. This is a collector's edition of Saints Row 4 that is literally a million dollars to purchase. Yeah. But, it comes with the Saints Row 4 Commander-in-Chief Edition, uh, a There's flight- no but, It's and this is what a million dollars gets you. Alright, I'll, I'll list out what they have here in the article. A full-size replica dubstep gun, a full day of spy training, a trip to space with Virgin Galactic. Yep. One year's like mem- literally space. Yeah, you will literally go to space. <laughs> One year's membership of the E25 Supercar Club and a Lamborghini Gallardo to make it worthwhile. So you get a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. I like this you next one a lot. Plastic surgery of the purchaser's choice. <laughs> That's in theme what? with those games. So, all right. A shopping spree with a personal shopper to create the ultimate Planet Saints capsule wardrobe. I don't even so, know what that means. I think that just means like you, like yeah, a wardrobe. What is a Planet a Saints wardrobe. capsule wardrobe? That's that's something like that's the character creator, if I remember correctly. Okay. So, oh, so like I could be anyone with all my sweet new clothes. Yeah. All right. Seven nights for two at the Jefferson Hotel in Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, ho- a hostage rescue experience. That's the dumbest thing. That's brand- so dumb. <laughs> a brand new Toyota Prius and insurance to give something back to the environment. Seven, what? S- seven nights stay in the top royal suite at the Burj Al Arab. Uh, in Dubai. For two in Dubai. Yeah, a week in Dubai. So spending a million dollars on this copy of Saints Row 4 gets you two cars, a flight to space... Spy training and hostage rescue scenarios. A personal During wardrobe. During this hostage rescue and, like, experience, they're going to steal some of your stuff. Oh, is also you happen? get a copy of Saints Row 4. I don't, oh, I don't yeah. know if that's... Yeah. yeah. This is this is exclusive to the UK. Only only the game stores in the UK will be selling this. Like, the game, the company. Oh, weird. Right. Yeah. Okay. Game, yeah. Game. So Still, I'm assuming there's more than one of this, right? No, 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 there's only one available. Literally, just one version of this. So yeah. if all the game stores, is it like, who can who can sell this first, you guys win? Pretty much. Okay. 
I have a feeling you're going to have to sign a contract or something when you buy this. Mm-hmm. Like, I have why- a feeling the game stores can't actually sell this. Like, What happens if two people walk into two different games at the same time and want to Do you really it? think two people with a million dollars are going to walk into stores? I'm just saying, what would happen? Stores? What would happen? Are they going to, like... Like, what would happen? Yeah, like, there's some young, successful actors that, like, video games, you know, or music stars. It could happen. Clearly, they'd have to fight to the death. I wonder if how much of a deal... Like, is there... Is this a deal? Like, if I bought all these separately, am I getting... Am I, is this a deal? I don't know. I haven't priced out a trip to space galactic would be like version spaceflight. How much is a trip to space? I'm assuming that's just like the upper atmosphere gravity thing, right? Like where you go I, up. I'd, I'd assume, yeah. Sub, like sub. Okay, how much does that cost? I don't know. That, that's a five or six digit flight. Really? All right. Okay. Give, give me a number. I have no idea, Sean. I didn't do the number on numbers on this. All right. How much does a Lamborghini Gallardo cost? That's a good question. Because that seemed like that's a pretty lofty part of like part of this whole thing, right? That seems like a car that I would have seen in Forza that cost a million dollars. Lamborghini Gallardo. All right, I'm looking up the space flight right now. Okay, we'll we'll price Nathan, this out. If you had to get one plastic surgery thing, what would you do? If I had to get one plastic you surgery one. tweak, I don't know. Um, like you don't have a choice. You're going under the knife. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, all no. seats to fly to space are U.S. two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's a quarter of the cost. Okay, right so there. a quarter of it. I thought it was going to be more. And but... I'm I'm looking at Gallardo prices. I'm thinking about two hundred k for that too. All right, so we're looking at. Let's say you know. Let's just make it an even five hundred thousand for the two of them. Okay. How much so is the... a Toyota Prius? I don't know. Probably not much, right? Probably not. Probably as like thirty, as like fifty thousand. With the I don't know anything here. about cars. Yeah, you also maybe. get they pay for the insurance for it too. Keep that in mind. Okay. Anyway, are we back to this uh, plastic surgery question? Or? Yeah. What would you get, both of you? Oh man. Okay. So I'm. You have to redeem every one of these things. Hmm. Or would you give it to like a family member? Could you, if you're allowed? I'd probably give it to someone who actually like wants it or needs it. Needs would probably be the more sensible thing. I guess. Okay. But if okay, you can't transfer it. You have to go under the knife. Me myself. Hmm. I'd make my nose more rad. I don't know how, but yeah. Like, like what? Like sharper? Maybe a little sharper. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't hate my nose, but yeah, that's the. We well, better start if you're gonna change it. Face feature that comes to mind. That's like tweaking it. But then I'd probably look weird in the mirror to myself. And I'd feel horrible. I don't know. Uh, there's a number. We'd be in space. Can you just hand them a picture of, like, Michael Fassbender and say, like, that, please? <laughs> or... <laughs> Does that work? Just, like, whatever you can do. I, I know it won't be the exact, but just, like, yeah. your your best shot. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'd try. Uh, for the Priuses, they seem to range... The lowest I see here is from 20000 The highest I see is from 35000 But you can add enough extras to make it go up. Okay. So this seems like it's... Too much. How much is plastic surgery? I don't know. It depends that can't on what be you six get digits, done. right? The vacation stuff, though, like the hotels per night and everything, first class, that that could add up to. I don't know. This I is obviously they... mostly a promotion promotional gag. Like this is. I don't think they legitimately expect anyone to buy this. 
but I think just in case they do, that's why they're only doing the one available. Right. I'm ass- I'm assuming they'd make good if someone did, but they probably also, like, there's a clause in there. It's like, we're going to take tons of photos and videos of this and use it as ad material. And, of like, course. They'd be dumb if they didn't. Yeah. Like, there's no secrets here. Like, you're going to be a Saints Row 4 publicity guy or gal, whichever, for a Probably guy. Game. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. There you go. That's a weird news story. That game is coming out soon. People are whispering. Like, I know a lot of, like, Giant Bomb keeps kind of cagely talking about it because they've all played it, but they're not allowed to say what they think yet. It's kind of frustrating. But Hostage Rescue Experience sounds insane. Good. Like, good insane or dumb? But I don't even know. Like, I'm assuming they can't hurt you, right? So you're not going to get, like, punched a bunch? Right. So it's just going to be like you, like, I'm assuming are you, in a small Are you the room. hostage, or are you the one rescuing someone? I think you're the one being rescued. I, I, I read it as you're the hostage. Okay. So now I'm thinking it's you in a room with, like, a dumb smile on your face while tough guys, like, circle you, and then smoke grenades come in or something. Okay. And then you just get, like, potato sack carried out of the area with your stupid grin. And then you that hot-five everybody. That awesome. Photos are taken. <laughs> Maybe not a million dollars awesome, but still kind of... Man, I love Saints Row 4! <laughs> you have to wear a purple suit the entire time you're doing all these things. I don't know. Maybe the guys saving you are like the Saints and they're in their purple suits. <laughs> One of them's got like an auto-tuned voice. One's a zombie. Okay, that that might be worth it then at that point. That would be kind of cool. Come on, let's be honest. I guess that, I don't know, nutty, goofy, whatever. Ugh. Questions? Can we move on to questions? We got some yeah. questions. We got a pile of them. Um. Okay. If you want to, if you want to send us some questions, uh, Facebook's a good way of doing that. Uh, Twitter at TDP Podcasts. Um. Or the email still works. Uh, Top down perspective at gmail dot com. First one's from Connor. Uh, it's a follow up question from last week. Uh, hey John, how's Phoenix Phoenix Wright's heads? He, how's his head doing? Is it still broken? How's it going? Oh, okay. Now, I, I was reading that question. like, what the hell is the context in that? And then when you said follow from last week, I remembered. Yeah, that. yeah. That that little accident you had last week. Yeah. The... Uh, no, he's it... just wondering, like, how this week, what are your feelings about his head? Yeah. What do you think uh, of the shape and the hair? I thought he was hair? asking, like, what is Phoenix Wright's expression this week? And it's like, uh, mild surprise with his jaw hanging towards the floor. Or that kind of sigh one that Sean's talking about where he's unimpressed. And he's sweating a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bubble coming uh, out of his nose. The the figure's like... head is is in place. It is not attached. I did not use any glue or anything, so it is. Just oh, you actually broke it. It, uh, it it's was already been broke. broken. Oh, okay. Yeah. My my Edgeworth figure is fine, but the Phoenix Wright was broke on the way here. I also I had a Sissel one from uh, Ghost Trick. That's oh. awesome. Sadly, Sizzle, yeah. getting that one home, it broke into pieces. So I have like, oh. I think, oh, I okay, I know where he is. Uh, the sizzle I have is broken into like five separate pieces. It is currently inside. So he's dead, like in Ghost Trick. Yeah, it's currently inside the mouth of the maw from the maw. Oh, okay. So maybe that whole like diorama type thing. Well, no, like they they gave out like these plush the maws and like plush explosion mans and stuff like that. Okay. The the maw I have sitting on top of my desk has sizzle in his mouth and uh, explosion man in his mouth. Okay. So if I if I look straight at it from where I'm sitting right now, I can just see like the tip of Sissel's hair. All right. Um, how's your knee though? Is that fine? Uh, my knee's fine. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, okay. My legs were killing me yesterday for some reason. Probably unrelated. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I was um, doing a lot of walking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my Ronan, life. <laughs> Ronan sends in a question. Uh, will you guys be doing more standalone videos about games like Nathan did with The Walking Dead? 
yeah, maybe. I I kind of like saying things (laughs) sometimes, but how are you guys feeling? Are you going to do anything like that? I might. Yeah? If I get ahead enough on my own videos, maybe. Okay, so probably not. Yeah. I'm just putting that. Thanks for the vote of confidence, by the way. No, no, with the (laughs) Xbox Live summer thing, you got a lot of stuff going on. There's there's stuff going on. I I I just got to figure out the podcast. If we can get those on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh right, yeah. The main reason we set up a channel in the first place, um, yeah, that that that'll hopefully come along the way too. But honestly, like I think I'm posting a papers please one. I just kind of was ranting a little bit a while ago, so I I posted some thoughts on there. Um, and the Red Dead thing, I might do one on that, and that will have spoilers. Just put spoiler in the title. I'll put yeah. I mean, it's three year old game, but okay. Give give people a heads up. Um, so yeah, the stuff like that will probably keep happening. Um, next one's from Alana. Which games are you most looking forward to for the new consoles? I guess stuff that's been announced already. Or, yeah. Is there anything already on its way that you're just like, yeah, man. Infamous Second Son, I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Something like that? For example, hypothetically? No. Whatever Rockstar... I'm kind of excited to see how Local Cycle turns out to be. Really? Yeah? Okay. And uh, I kind of want Killer Instinct to be good. Okay. But something tells me it's not going to be. Well, I don't even know what I'm buying on the launch days. Uh, yeah, you, I, I just you're gonna get Rise, computer, that Rome game. For Xbox. No. Yeah. Um. I guess Dead Rising Three, because okay. Is that launch though? <laughs> I think yeah. they're claiming they actually it's said that was launch. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I don't know about that one either. For Xbox. I mean, in in like general ways, it's kind of like, well, I'm really curious whatever Naughty Dog does next, but uh, nothing's been announced or whatever. But that's an interesting team of people. That's probably so, at least two years before Naughty Dog puts out something new. Yeah, but it'll it'll still. Yeah, I'm be sure there'll be another Zelda. I'll play that. Yeah, or whatever you know, Metal Gear something something. That'll probably be good. No Wii U, yeah, get that new Zelda. That, that'll be that'll be something. Well, if we're talking, if we're bringing guess, Wii U into this discussion, yeah. which I guess we are. Yeah, I guess uh, yeah. Mario 3D World. I was going to say that, too. I am keen on playing I'll that game. I'll probably play that. I will and play probably that. the new Mario Kart, because I love Mario Kart. People say nice things about it, too. Like, I just didn't give it much attention, because I'm just like, it's Mario Kart. Like, I know what that is. You, you expect it to be good, because it's Mario Kart. Apparently, it's, you know, 60 frames. I expected Wii to be good, and it wasn't. I like so I'm Wii, not expecting but the Wii I can U see to be why good. you didn't like it. Okay. I like Mario Kart 7. Mario Kart 7 is great. I, okay. I think that's better than Wii. I'll be, I'll be honest. I, I I don't think I played either of them. Like, aren't they all kind of just the same? Uh, there's little things that change here and there. Okay. I, I mean, I guess motorcycles and what what's the new thing? Is there like para, parasailing or something? No, that was in seven. Parasailing and driving in the water was from seven. Wait, is it parasailing or is it uh hang gliding? Hang gliding. Yeah. Also parasailing. There's a boat in it now. Par- if parasailing would need you attached to a boat. Yeah. Why why aren't there, why isn't there boat racing? What's going uh, on? The, the new thing with eight was that you can drive upside down. Like, oh like yeah, they're, they're, you drive up walls and stuff like that. Yeah, so kind of like the crazy track mania style. More, yeah, more like F Zero type stuff. Yeah, which just really makes me want a new F Zero. Yeah, uh, you know, like that that slate of Nintendo stuff. I'm sure will be totally entertaining and fine. It's just pretty safe. But uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, Pikmin's out now, so I should go play that. But uh, haven't haven't done that yet. Um, I don't know. In terms of like further out, like upcoming stuff, like none none of the announced launch lineup is crazy exciting to me. Like, there's some downloadable stuff that's probably coming to everything. Like, uh, 
what is the what's the follow up to Bastion called again? Oh, uh, Transistor. Transistor. Yeah, like I'm sure that'll that's be on good. A bunch of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Curious about there that. Um, There's the a witness. Game. The witness on PlayStation Four. I'm sure it'll also be on PC though. So I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I, I good to just wait and see what happens. But uh, th- there's a few games there. Uh, this one's from Tabitha. Um, heard you guys talking about open world GTA like games last podcast. Any of you play Sleeping Dogs? It's really fun and it's less than 15 hours, so it doesn't drag on like most GTA like games. I gave it a try a while ago. I don't know if you guys remember. I, I was not. I really, remember you talking about it. I was not really into what I saw up front, but people do say really nice things about it. So maybe I'll try to crack through that shell and see what see what happens later on. But I you... see it on sale a lot. Yeah, it was. It like was free on Plus a few months ago. Oh yeah, that's right. It, it is free on PlayStation Plus, or was I guess a listed game. Um. I had actually bought a copy on PlayStation before that, but yeah, it was like six some six dollars and something in the Steam sale, so it's definitely been available. I I don't know, just something about playing an undercover cop and then murdering people, just psych like I just was not into the way that broke the character for me. Like when I played Red Dead just recently, like I was playing a the honorable upstanding outlaw guy, so I was not just murdering people like there's a whole list of stats in the sub screens that are like tracking all the crimes you can commit and like robberies you can do and whatever and i was just like zero 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 like zero percent all this stuff because i just don't care i don't want to do that so like it seemed like the character i wanted to play in sleeping dogs just wasn't catered to at all which kind of put me off almost immediately like I don't know. Like, it seems a lot of open-world games kind of expect that you want to go crazy and cause mayhem. But if you don't, then it's just like, oh, well, alright. I got nothing for you. Which is maybe why Saints Row is a little bit not my thing sometimes, but it bet it's more and more embracing being goofy, so it's becoming Crackdown. I like Crackdown. It is, yeah. Saints Row 4 is Crackdown, effectively, as far as I've I've seen. So... That you know, as long as you fully embrace it, if you're kind of in this weird halfway point where I want to role play like a serious thing, and then it's like, no, you're supposed to be silly. I don't, I don't feel it. So we'll we'll see. I'll I'll try it again sometime. Um, Patrick, this this one's for you guys. Uh, Pokemon X Y hit or hit or miss. Is what do you think? I don't, I don't really understand the question. I'm looking forward to it. Well, they they announced a bunch of things about X and Y. I think yesterday they added yeah, like, like Mega Evolutions. Yeah. Okay, so in light of this new news, do you think that's a good call, or they're not not feeling it? It still doesn't make me care about Pokemon, so... I, I've always been interested in Pokemon, and it seems like this these next ones are going to be the most... They're adding the most stuff to it, or changing the most stuff, so... So it's a hit. I'm looking forward to it. I guess that's a hit. Okay. Whereas, I guess, yeah, like, it's like, if, you've, if you're invested in Pokemon, it's probably a hit. If you're not, it won't change your mind. I, I've heard a lot of people being back and forth on the changes. Okay. I, I I like video games, so. Oh, okay. I like video games too, but I still don't care. Nathan, much about you should Pokemon. play one of the Yakuza games. I sh- I know. Every time I I'm looking through some stores, I am investigating the Yakuza games. It's just the ones they seem to have are Dead Souls, which is supposed to be kind of dumb, and Three, which is the edited one. So I should I probably think I have three. either go back to Yakuza One or Two on PS2, which I'm. I might What's edited about 3? That's the one I have. I haven't played it. Uh, 3 was the one where they kind of controversially decided that North America wouldn't understand Japanese culture enough, so they just cut out like 10% of the game. 
because it was too Japanese. Doesn't seem too okay. Well, all right. And it, it apparently like it on its face it looks like ah whatever like there's some club stuff you just can't do or whatever. But apparently it kind of messes up the balancing of the game. Like your abilities can't keep up or something. I don't know. I heard a bunch of banter that they kind of broke that game by editing, like, censoring it, essentially, because of weird cultural reasons. Wait, um, which game? Yakuza 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So, maybe I'll just start with 4 or something, but... No, I'm, I'm, I've been curious about that series for a while, because apparently it's, like, weird open-world stuff that caters to just exploring and living the life of a Yakuza guy. So, that sounds potentially pretty great. I'll, I'll check that out sometimes. That's Sega stuff. Um... Okay, this is from Junkie GS. Uh, what is one game you loved that you don't think got the recognition it deserved? God Hand. Okay. Sean? Mirror's Edge is the easy one. That, that's that is an one. easy one. That's, I guess, finally kind of... I've always kind of been into prototype more than people seem to. Yeah, like, just with the infamous prototype thing, like, a lot of people went with infamous, and then just were like, ah, prototype's dumb. And, I don't know, prototype was faster that was kind of cool, but uh, I, I gave up on both of them. Well, I I finished Infamous, so maybe I ended up in that team as well. But um, I kind of liked Saints Row 2, which didn't seem like a thing to defend, but people seem to not care about it in retrospect. I don't know. Well, like, now because they have Saints Row 3, everyone likes Saints Row 3. I know, but I I kind of feel they kind of I don't know went too far in a direction I don't find that fun. Like I don't know. It, well, it's, well, keep in mind, like, everyone... Well, did like, you want it more serious? No, but I kind of liked the balance they had in 2, where it was, like, just serious enough to when something crazy happened, it seemed, like, kind of fucked up. Whereas now it's just, like, you expect everything to be stupid. So it's well, just, like, sure the logic hey, there's a giant that... naked clone man, and you're just like, yeah, of course there is. I'm pretty sure the logic behind that is that, well, GTA is going sticking with the serious route, so let's just do the yeah. good route. Yeah, I I guess I will say just the side activity stuff, like, there's just not enough of the good ones, maybe. Like, the, the fire racing one, you know, the one where you're on fire and you're racing through a bunch of cars and they're exploding and you kind of keep up your checkpoint time and all that? I thought that was fun. There's, like, maybe three of those. And then it's like, hey, do you want to do some escort missions where you're guarding people from a helicopter? And it's like, no, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. So, I, I don't know. I hope 4 has more goofy stuff. I I'm not sure. I want to crack down three. I just, maybe I just want Just Cause three. I think that's where I like my silly, silly stuff. Well, I mean, they're working on Mad Max, so maybe Mad Max will be the Just Cause three you want. Is there airplanes in it? I don't know. But not the I don't one think you deserve in the movies. Well, there's that weird helicopter thing in the movie. Oh, you're right. So if there's weird mini helicopter, I don't you know. think Mad Max is gonna have a grappling hook though, unless they add it in as like an Easter egg. <laughs> that would be pretty weird. Um, I'm trying to think, like, there's Raymond Arena, I think I've mentioned before, as being a weirdly fun, stupid four-player racing game. That didn't get any recognition at all, which may, might be fine, but there there it is. I don't know if there's anything that, it, like, no one cared about, you know? Like, just, it seemed to How do pass... people feel about Kirby's Air Ride? A lot of people um... didn't like that game, but then there seemed to be a resurgence of people liking that game. Like, same I, with Mario I, I Sunshine. I guess I'd call it a cult following. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, I've i at least seen the cult firsthand, so I know it's out there. Um, and, like, Mario Sunshine seemed to enjoy a bit of a revival after everyone kind of not feeling it for a bit. So, 
I don't, I don't know. Nothing standing out in my mind outside of like the earlier Saints Row games. Right now, anyway. That's, that's where my head is at. Um, okay. Brett sends in a question. Have you bought or played Shin Megami Tensei 4? Do you have any thoughts on the series as a whole? Did bought any of us take advantage promotion. of that promotion thing? Yep. Okay. Do you have plans to play it? or? Yeah, eventually. Okay. Uh, you don't, it's, thankfully, you don't need to play a previous game in the series to enjoy it. They're all kind of standalone stories for the most yeah. part. But yeah. at the same time, it's it's a RPG, so I need to allot the time to play through an entire RPG. Mm-hmm. So probably I probably won't get around to playing it until I go on a trip, and even then, I have a feeling I'll probably be playing through something that I plan to work on through earlier. Like, did X Zone just stall out, or did you finish it? Um, I, I stopped Isn't playing X Zone. Zone? Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, play, I stopped playing Cross Zone. I think because of the Cross E two. Oh, okay. So just 3DS time was spent elsewhere. Yeah. So now you should play through The Last of Us. That's a good game. I really should. That's, that's I, I, I have Dragon's Crown too. I'm excited to play Dragon's Crown. That I'll probably be talking about that next week. Okay. Um. So I don't know Shin Megami the series. Like, do you have any? Like, I, I, I just following how it spreads out. I don't. I don't know. I I like Persona Four. That we also didn't game. get the majority of the core Shin Megami series over here, I don't believe. Yeah, like I know Nocturne was a well-regarded one that came over here. Yeah, um, I don't think we got one and two, but we did get three and four, and I think all the Personas except for like part of like Persona 2 or something like that. Oh, w- was our version of Persona 2 edited a bit? or They changed? cut out something. I, I think one of the Persona games has some heavy connection with Nazis. Oh. I, don't, I, don't, I think. I might be remembering that wrong. I don't know. It seemed like Devil Summer had a weird war theme to some of it. it that could, I could easily see some of those characters being Nazis, but I I feel like yeah, there was one game that Hitler was in for Persona. Oh man! All right. I don't remember the full details. Like I I remember hearing that story somewhere, but I don't know how true it is. I guess I I don't know. At some point, it just seems to be like you know the way Final Fantasy has a bunch of sub series well, and whatever. I just type Persona and Hitler into Google, and the second result is Persona Hitler boss. Okay. Is it because the first result is porn? Did you? No, the first result was this Persona Hitler. (laughs) I know. I was just making a joke. Oh, okay. I I thought that was what you were seeing. It's like, oh, whoops! Safe search off. That's that's why. (laughs) And Um, and yeah, there you go. Uh, Uh, I don't know. I like I like some of the Persona stuff, but I have not tried to track down all the other games. Like I did buy Devil Summoner two mainly because they had a really great collector's edition. So I just kind of fell for that. That was like in my post Persona Four haze. I was just like, I want to, I want this. This has a cool little plushie in it. This is great. But um, Jack Frost, I got a little Jack Frost, Frost plushie. And I like Catherine. Yeah, which isn't exactly a Shin Megami game, but yeah, there you go. Um, Ryan says, what are you looking forward to from the remainder of the year? This isn't even limited to video games. This could be a book or a movie. Christmas. Or an album or a holiday. Christmas. What? Christmas, okay. Um, Doctor Hacks. Sleep. I'm looking forward to Doctor I'm Sleep. I'm looking forward to Kick-Ass 2 next week. Oh, okay. Oh, was that next week? Next Friday. Man. Yep. I'm, start going I'm looking forward to seeing Elysium after this podcast. Yeah, I'm going to see that sometime soon as well. Um, Pax, I'm looking yeah. forward to Pokemon. Pokemon XY? Okay. Um, th- th- there's a sequel to The Shining coming out. It's called Doctor Sleep. 
So there's a book I'm looking forward to. It's not called The Shining 2, Shining Harder? No. No, it's not. Shine On or something. <laughs> Shine Brighter? Yeah. Uh, in terms of movie stuff... Um, Thor 2. Thor oh, right, 2. That is November. Is it November? Sorry, Christopher Yeah, Eccleston. I think so. I'm sure there's... There's a Lego movie. Is that coming out or is that next year? I don't know when that's coming out, but it looked okay. It looked I, the Ratchet and Clank movie I'm excited for, but I think that's like 2014 as well. Okay. There's there's stuff... Uh, that Hobbit. I'll see what, see what that dragon's all about. Is that this year? Is Hobbit yeah, 2 this year? Yeah, December. And there's going to be another one. That's that's annual event. Get some Hobbit going on. I'll probably end up seeing it at some point. Yeah. Um... I don't know, that's what comes to mind. Uh, in terms of video games... I'm going on a vacation in a week and they're in a bit. Nice. Uh, Looking forward to that. I'm stuck here till PAX, and then I get to drive to Seattle. Nice. I'm just going to say Grand Theft Auto V, which is kind of why I'm playing all this Rockstar stuff right now. Go crazy. Kill- Killer is dead. Killer is dead. Suda 51. Like two weeks, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that was that soon. Okay. It's this month, yeah. It's, I think it's like the either the week of or the week after Saints Row 4. All right. I'm looking forward to Saints Row 4. Saints Row 4. Yeah, there's tons of stuff. It's going to be great. New I'm consoles. I'm to time stopping so I can actually catch up on all my gaming. Mercenary Kings. That's never going to happen. Dark Souls 2. That's not this year. Anyway, let's move on. Um, This last one is from Allison. Uh, This is the... Okay. After last week's audio oops, I have to ask, who of the three of you talks the most? Who talks the least? Um, Which audio oops? Is this like in general? I uploaded, uh, my audio was muted for a little bit. Oh, okay. Like, as I was, like, I was like, there, uploaded, and like, left to go, uh, shopping or something. And then as I was like, we were on the way to the store, I was just like, wait, did I leave it muted? And I did. So <laughs> I apologize for that. Um, I think I, I probably talk a lot. I talk the least, especially during the podcast. Yeah. Are you just... And I talk just right. Yeah. You're that's just right. the perfect balance. Yep, um, Red Riding Hood. Yeah, or... too soft, too hard, just right. Your baby yep. bear? Well, your baby bear. No, I'm the one who talks quietest. Is it Mama Bears that's the best? Is Mama Bear the one that's too low? I don't remember. Like, this porridge is too hot, this porridge is too cold, this one's just right. Who's yeah, it was always the, the babies that uh, Goldilocks was all about. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, Creepy. Uh, too hot is, is me. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> too cold. Congrats on being too hot, Nathan. Yeah, no problem. Um, and apologies, I, I don't know. I ramble sometimes. Uh, anyway, thanks for sending those questions once again. Uh, top ten perspective at gmail.com, uh, TDP podcast on Twitter, or uh, check the Facebook page, or the Steam group if you want to check that still. Um, that's a thing. Uh, or, you know, review us on iTunes if you should feel inclined. Uh, games of the week. What are, what are the highlights? Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright for the DS. Check it out. I, based on where I am in Brothers right now, I'm going to say Picross. Okay. But okay. that might change for next week. Um, well, because you probably won't be playing Picross next week. Well, that too. Well, I mean, more like I might like Brothers more next week. Sure. Um, and even though Nathan's I... Nathan's papers, please. Well, I do like it a lot, but because I'm going to keep playing it, I'm going to actually give it to Red Dead Redemption, just because I still think that's a really interesting game that's worth a look if people have missed it. Um, All right. So yeah, there you go. There's some video games. Um, Game of the Year edition. It's pretty cheap. It's got a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah. Get out we'll there. Back next week. Get dousing. I, I don't know. How do we want to? Don't get dousing. Don't get dousing. Don't fall for that. Although if you want to build a pendulum, it's cool. 
it's, it's you. Don't fall for that. Don't, don't follow us on Twitter. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Gross. Smooth. Look at you. I'm stopping my recording. All right. <laughs>